0: Welcome to All Angles Photography Podcast. I'm your host, Claire Hunt, and today we're just going to have a casual chat about how to succeed at second shooting. But before we jump into the episode, I would love to start something a little bit new. I would love to share some favorite reviews at the beginning of the next episode just to say thank you for reviewing the podcast. It truly means so much. So the first one that I've got for you guys today is one that Kill P left on Apple Podcast. I have no idea if I'm saying your username right, but regardless, you know who you are. The title is My New Favorite Photography Podcast. I was so excited to hear that Claire was going to start a podcast. And now that I've started listening, dot dot dot, OMG, I'm glued. Not only are the episodes super relevant to the daily struggles of a photographer, but can we talk about how amazing all these tips are? I've been implementing these into my business and I've definitely noticed a shift. Super grateful for photographers like Claire that are willing to share their knowledge and I can't wait to keep listening. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for this review, and I just hope that all of you can relate with it. I hope you're all getting amazing tips out of these episodes and that you're noticing a shift in your business because that's why I'm doing this. I appreciate it so much. Thank you. So now on to the actual episode that we're going to be chatting about. If you guys have ever wondered how to be a great second photographer or just how to even find second photographer jobs, or maybe you're trying to get into a new market and you're not sure how to do so very well, um, especially with the focus of serving the lead photographer versus just growing your portfolio, then this episode is for you. And without further ado, let's get to it. You are listening to All Angles, a business and photography podcast that truly hits on all angles of creating and sustaining a fulfilling photography career. Hosted by Claire Hunt, a former pediatric trauma nurse turned wedding photographer and educator. Every two weeks, Claire brings you tangible and actionable tips that help you improve your dream business all while providing you some encouragement along the way. For marketing, client experience, travel, content creation, productivity, and more, grab your coffee because we're about to hit on all angles of running your dream photography business. friend, welcome back to the episode. So today I was thinking that for this episode, since it's been a while since it's just been me giving you guys a podcast episode, thanks to all of our amazing guests that we've had on. I just wanted to have like a casual chat with you guys about how to succeed at second shooting. I know whenever I started with photography back in 2020, like actually doing mostly weddings and things like that, Um, It really helped me to have actual portfolio of real wedding days versus just only having styled shoots. So styled shoots are great. They definitely help your portfolio grow, especially to be able to attract those couples that you really do want to photograph. But also at the same time, second shooting is one of the best ways to just gain experience, grow your portfolio, and maybe just have new content in places that you've never been. So while I say all of that, my first point for you guys today is to be a second photographer not only for portfolio building, but also to serve the lead photographer and their couple. I know whenever I moved to Colorado from Tennessee, even though I had a very established brand in Tennessee, whenever I moved out here, the landscape from Tennessee to Colorado is just so different. So second shooting is really what helped me to get my foot in the door with couples just being like, hey, yeah, I actually do shoot here in Colorado. Colorado. And that's super helpful if you're moving to a new place or things like that. Um, But I would just say that even in those kinds of situations where you may be doing it for some kind of personal gain, which is okay. Like it's okay to second shoot to grow your portfolio. Definitely just watch out for the things that the lead photographer may need throughout the day. So they know whenever you're just there to get shots for your portfolio versus actually helping them. So if you've noticed that they haven't taken a break all day and maybe they might just want some cold water, like go get that for them. It's, it goes a long way and it's so nice to have an extra set of helping hands as a lead photographer just because it's a really long day sometimes it can be really stressful sometimes things are moving around all over the place so whenever you reach out to a photographer and you're asking like that you want to second shoot for them sometime if they have a need I would just tell them too that like hey I'm willing to be a helping hand in any way that you need not only just to be a second photographer and get more amazing photos for you. So that's pretty much my first point. We'll talk a little bit more about it, Um, but I just wanted to say that, that for sure, focus on serving the photographer. And this leads me to my second point. One very great way to serve the lead photographer as well is to be intentional with photographing different angles. I always love when I have a second photographer who I'm not just like bumping elbows with the whole entire time. This is not great. That's for styled shoots. And even then, it's not appropriate at styled shoots either. <laughs> um, so while you may be there to grow your portfolio in some way, as we mentioned, which is not a bad thing, get different angles for the photographer and photograph things that may otherwise go missed. So think about like the whole day and think about storytelling. Think about taking photos of the venue, take plenty of candids, get different angles while they're doing the couple portraits of maybe the groom holding his bride's waist, or maybe their fingers interlacing each other. Whereas, you know, the photographer is photographing something totally different. I would just really focus on those kinds of things and really be creative because that really adds to the whole story of the wedding day. And I know that if I have a photographer who I'm working with that captures things like that, I'm going to use them again and again and again and again versus someone who just wants to bump shoulders with me and get the same shots I'm getting. That actually doesn't help me, you know? So think of ways like that that you can serve the photographer and get different angles. Many of us become photographers to create art. Very few of us actually go into this ready to be an entrepreneur and take on many hats. That's why I'm sharing with you the resources that have completely benefited my business, my life, and my clients' experience with me. You deserve the same thing, and that's why I have created a guide for you. Not only will I list out the resources that I use that you need in this guide, but I'll be giving you tangible steps and advice to take regarding each one and why. Check out the show notes. for the link and you will be on your way to creating a business that works for you and not the other way around. Let's get back to the episode. I already talked about photographing candidates a little bit, but I wanted to touch on it even further. Whenever you're a second photographer, you should literally envision yourself as a second set of hands and as a second set of eyes. So that means just being on the lookout for all the special things that are happening throughout the day and photographing that because there are so many things that go on on a wedding day. And while I know I love to photograph candids and try to get a whole comprehensive view of the day and how it was going down for the couple It's not always possible because my attention is sometimes diverted in other ways, whereas there are cool things happening that I'm not able to photograph. So having a second photographer there to be on the lookout for those kinds of things is super important, and that's really going to set you apart. For example, like during cocktail hour, if you go around and take candidates of people laughing and having a good time with each other, I always use those photos. Also like getting different angles and different perspectives during the ceremony is super helpful too. So if you see a mom or dad crying, like definitely photograph that. I always try to be on the lookout for those kinds of things as well, but I'm more focused on the couple during that time because they might be crying themselves. So then I'm not seeing the family members crying. So if you can just think to look out for those kinds of things that the lead photographer may be focusing on second, That's also gonna set you apart. Whenever I have a second photographer, I also don't need a million photos of the same thing that I've photographed from a different angle most times. I know I literally just told you to photograph different angles for the lead photographer, but I am meaning like different, unique, cropped angles to add to the whole of the gallery. During like wedding party, for example, I don't need a million different photos of a different angle, just slightly. Like get creative. Think of ways that you can really photograph that in a different way. The fourth kind of touch point that I have for you guys is just always be on the lookout for ways to help the lead photographer, which we've kind of already touched on too. But I just want to give you some more examples of how you could do this. So do they need bags carried or do they need something carried like a bunch of batteries or something like that that you could easily put in your fanny pack. Do they need some water? Could you look at the timeline and help them brainstorm a different approach if things are getting shipped around? Are you seeing something really creative that would possibly be amazing that you want to like just run by them? I would say definitely do all of these things. I personally, I don't know many other photographers if they feel this way too, but I know I never feel like my toes are stepped on when the photographer I'm working with has an idea. If I simply don't want to do it, I won't, or if I know that my couple, it's not going to like fit them, then I don't do it. But I always welcome it. And I think sometimes really great ideas come from having that openness and just an approach that both of us are there to photograph the couple and their day in a unique and true to them way. So if you have ideas, bring them forward. Also, if you have the timeline, definitely be looking at that throughout the day so that you're also keeping track for what's getting done and also maybe ways that you could be helping out without the lead photographer having to like push you in that direction. So for example, like let's say portraits are running a little bit over and you know the main photographer right now is supposed to be photographing the reception details. Maybe you could just whisper in her ear really quick or his ear and just be like, hey, can I go photograph the reception details for you? I know we're a little bit behind. And then just do it. If they allow you to do that and they're not super picky about reception photos or whatever, or they know that you will photograph it really well, then you can step up and do those kinds of things. And that's really going to show the lead photographer that you're there to serve them and you're there to photograph their day in a very intentional way. My last point for you guys is to ask questions to ensure that you're photographing or getting what the lead is hoping for. This is especially important for newer photographers. So hopefully your lead will guide you in a way where they tell you what they're hoping for from you, especially if you're going to photograph an important part of the day on your own. But if they don't, don't be scared to ask them questions. Every photographer is different, so everyone does things a little differently, but I do send all of my second photographers an email about a week prior, just letting them know what I expect as far as shots, composition, settings, etc. So the more you work with someone, the more you know their capabilities, and it just kind of goes unsaid, but if you don't feel prepared by the lead photographer or ready to do something on your own, like photographing groomsmen portraits, definitely just communicate that and be honest about it. I know most, if not all lead photographers would agree that we would rather have you communicate honestly than give us images that aren't great. And I don't say that in a mean way. Everyone starts somewhere and you just don't know what you don't know. So definitely just communicate if you feel like you're not equipped to do what the lead is hoping that you're going to do. So I know that some of you guys may be newer to this or you may be in a newer market and you're wondering like, how the heck do I find people who even need a second photographer? So I would just say if you're new to an area, like let's say you just moved states, go ahead and search different photographers on Instagram or whatever social media platform you like and start just really interacting with them in a genuine way and also kind of see if their style is something that you feel like you could be helpful with. So like let's say you photograph a lot of movement. So if you see a photographer who also photographs a lot of movement, you know that you're going to be a good fit for photographing what they would probably want. So that's one way to do it. And then just look out on their stories. I see photographers all the time posting that they have a need for a second photographer on this date, for this much, blah, 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 blah. So yeah, don't be scared to reach out as well on Instagram. I've gotten a lot of DMs before of like, hey, like I'm newer to the area or hey, I want to photograph with you. I would love to second shoot with you if you have any openings this year, like let me know. And that's totally acceptable too. If I don't have any openings, I'll just be honest with you and tell you. And I think every other photographer photographer would feel the exact same way but also that does make me kind of keep you more on my radar because I know that you want to work with me which would be super cool another way beyond just that if you're new to an area or you're new to a market or you're just new to photography period um, you can also join Facebook groups I know there are some Facebook groups for like local places like there's one called looks like film Tennessee and that's where I found a lot of my second photographer jobs at the very beginning of my photography career the one in Colorado is not great so I haven't joined that one Um, but there are other ones here that's like Colorado photographers second shooting opportunities or something like that I can't remember but you can literally just search it on Facebook and find different groups that may be pertaining to second photographers those are the two biggest ways that I have found um, the opportunity to second shoot so if you guys think of any more that you're like hey you need to add this to the show notes so that other people can know about it then feel free to let me know but ultimately you guys that's what I have for you today. I know that this was a shorter episode, but I think that there's value in shorter episodes, especially if you just want some quick, tangible tips that you can literally take away from this episode, remember and implement. So I hope that you loved it. I hope that you find it helpful, especially if you're a newer photographer or someone entering into a new market and you need to gain experience or grow a portfolio, but you're not really sure how to do it in a way that's just super helpful and respectful to the lead photographer. So hope this episode helped you that Feel free to check out the show notes in the description to read these tips over again, just so you can remember them. And I hope that you loved the episode, my friend. If you are loving All Angles, I would so love if you would give a five-star review on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify. I'm going to start featuring some of the reviews that I've gotten in the intros of these episodes, just like you heard the one in the beginning of this episode. It really makes my day. And beyond that, it really makes me feel like the content that I'm creating and sharing with you guys is actually helpful. So if you're enjoying the podcast, please leave a review. I would so appreciate it. And feel free to follow us on Instagram at allanglespod. We would love to hear from you about your favorite takeaways from the episodes and be sure to share with your friends. If you have a friend who needs to hear all about all angles of running your dream photography business, then feel free to share this podcast with them. Until next time, my friend.